0: Hope oh, 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 oh. everybody's gonna Come on. <laughs> Hey Greg. Hey Trev. So but um there he is folks. Man of the Owl. He's here, so we're ready to go. <laughs> but uh Yeah, so hopefully it'll be a good show, and uh, good evening, everyone, and welcome to another live edition of the Top Rope Report here on com, Anchor, Google Podcast, and Spotify. I'm your host, the illustrious television trivia, and joining me every week, as usual, my co-host, my tag team partner, my best friend, the best in the business, the Nuxer Greg. Greg, what's
1: happening? Uh, you crack me up sometimes. Why? I, well, I, it's... I, I I like that anywhere from 30 seconds to a minute and a half that I just hear you ramble on on Facebook Live while I'm, you know, typing in my message and this and that, that and this and just listening to you and you're talking to people and you're like, yeah, you know, I know this is what Nugster said or I right, know I agree with the Nugster. Agree okay, with me about what? Nobody knows what you're agreeing with me about because you don't know what I said and they don't know what I said. I, I don't know. I just find it amusing.
0: When I said that I thought NXT was a really good show, I said I agreed with the number.
1: But nobody knows what I said. You're the only one on the air. Oh. You're the only one talking. There's nobody oh. there. You're talking to your the three walls behind you or two on the side you one behind you and your phone <laughs> okay all right so but anyway how's things going Greg? all right good yeah so we're here
0: talking about monday night raw and nxt um we had a little discussion um off the air
1: about both shows what did you think of uh, monday night raw this week it was all right it was. It was all right. I mean, it was, wasn't anything great, wasn't anything fantastic. Um, I mean, they had ten matches. Um, that could be good and that could be bad, uh, depending on the way you want to look at it. Yep.
0: Absolutely. And uh, I thought it was, it was an okay show as well. I mean, it wasn't, uh, wasn't overly great. It wasn't good. It was okay. And you know maybe maybe it's falling a little bit short because Bray Wyatt's not back yet, Randy Orton's not back yet. Um, we don't know where Becky Lynch is going to go, whether it's going to be SmackDown or Raw. Um, I just I'm just hoping that it's going to pick up and get a little bit better. But it was an okay show. And. Uh, yeah, I mean they came out with the triple threat match. It's gonna be for Summerslam, which I kinda figured they were gonna have that. Yeah. But I yeah. just have a feeling I just have a feeling that they're uh they're probably gonna put the title back on Charlotte. Maybe not at SummerSlam, but maybe somewhere down the line she'll get the title again
1: or Well, I think obviously I think somewhere down the line she'll get the title again it's not like she's never going to hold the title again Right. I mean she's going to get the title it's not a matter of if she's ever going to hold the title again it's a matter of when and how long that line is is it a dot or is it a line
0: yep who's in who's in contention who's not I mean how many how many people you got ready to go and you know it's it's what WWE is going to do with the women's division. But well, what did you think? Uh, what did you think was
1: the best match on Monday night? Um, well, there were a couple of them that were good. Um, let me just scroll through the matches here real quick. Um, Damian Priest and Sheamus might have been the best match on the show. yeah and... Yeah, I think that was the best match on the show. As I'm going through my little thing here. Um, either that or Riddle, Mor- Riddle of Morrison. Um, but I'd have to give uh, a little nod to Damian Priest-Sheamus, mainly because it's di- it was different. We, we had never seen the right. two of them in the ring together, so... Yep. You,
0: didn't, you didn't know what to expect, you didn't know how good it was going to be, and it turned out to be the best
1: match on the show. Well, I knew, I mean... I'm not going to take any credit, but I had said that I thought Damian Priest would be a good challenger for Sheamus um, if they weren't going to bring Keith Lee into the part that they gave to Damian Priest um right. but I, I i thought it was I thought two of them would be able to work very very well together
0: and i and i see uh, maybe by the
1: end of the year Damian Priest is wearing gold oh no i th- I, no, I think within a month okay I, I could see them giving the belt to Damian Priest before this feud ends they won't carry this feud out to the end of the year. That, that'd that be six months. they never do that. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> true. Unless you're Drew McIntyre Bobby Lashley.
0: Right. That they just keep going and going and going. That they carried out for a while.
1: Yeah. Yeah, speaking of Drew McIntyre, I didn't uh, particularly care too much for that match against... Uh, who, who did he fight? Reevar or whatever Veer. his name is. Veer.
0: Veer. Yeah, I don't
1: know. I don't those guys have they ever wrestled anywhere before? Or? No idea. They're another they're another part of the I don't know if Singh is like Smith in India as Smith is in United States, but he's another Singh um, S I N G H member. I don't know like I said, I don't know if he's part of the same family as the Singh brothers were or if it just happens to be a popular last name. But I know his real last name is Sing, or Singe, however oh, okay. you want to pronounce it. Um Alrighty. So, how's
0: everything going
1: for you? Well, I don't know. I'm reading the comments above that one, so. Um, oh. I mean, Scott, Scott uh, is asking, you know, is it true... ...about CM Punk and Daniel Bryan in AEW. Um, If you believe what you read, then yes. Um, Neither CM Punk or Daniel Bryan or AEW... ...have made any announcements. Um, neither, Neither CM Punk or Daniel Bryan have confirmed... ...that they've signed with AEW... I did watch AEW Dynamite. Well, I watched it this morning from last night's episode, and there was a little tease by Darby Allin, one of the new shows on AEW that's going to be broadcasting Friday nights, I believe, at 10 p.m., so right after SmackDown goes off the air. That's the uh, program that the big show is going to be a commentator on. Their first... Show is like August 13th, Friday the 13th. They made a major announcement last night that on August 20th, they will be emanating from the United Center in Chicago. So Darby Allen made a little comment that he's always, you know, that Chicago are the best fans and he would love to show that he can be the best in the world. Ah. So they're either feeding off of the fan frenzy or CM Punk will make his debut then. Right.
0: Yeah, that, that one could go either way. I think, in my opinion, as much as I, you know really don't want to say it. I mean there was a situation there was a, a post on Facebook I was reading yesterday uh, with a picture of Daniel Bryan signing a piece of paper and it said that AEW will meet all his demands what he's asking. He only wants he wants to work a limited schedule for equal pay. He wants to be able to travel to Japan.
1: But he wants yeah, he he'd like the freedom to go and do Roh NJPW, which he necessarily wouldn't get yeah. to do if he was in the WWE.
0: Yeah, and he also, and also said that he wants to be able to have creative control
1: over. Well, he had Fox. that. He had that in WWE. He was part of Got WWE's creative. So don't. Yeah. Uh, that that's a load of bullshit. If people say that, they WWE would have let him come back on a limited basis. He wouldn't have to come back full time. So don't yep. think that that—I mean—that's bullshit—that AEW is doing that, and WWE wouldn't have. But do I think WWE would let him freely go and wrestle in other federations with his history of injuries and concussion injuries? No, no. Right,
0: I, I believe that. Right. So, well, I guess the only way we'll really find out if the rumors are true is if they show up on. Uh, and compete on AEW shows, like they have one coming up in New York at the Tennis Center, I believe?
1: Yeah, United St- okay. Arthur Ashe Stadium at the United States Tennis um, Center.
0: Okay. So, we'll have to see if one or both will be appearing on that show.
1: Well, see, if, if once again, if CM Punk is going to show up, it'll be Chicago. It's already rumored that yep. if Daniel, that Daniel Bryan is quote unquote making his debut with AEW in New York City. Okay. Um. But, um, they've been doing this. Uh, uh we're actually going to talk more about AEW now than we have in months. Um, they've been doing this five whatever of punishment matches or whatever, um, that MJF is designating people to fight Chris Jericho. This past week's was against, I forget his name now, uh, some murder-death-kill guy uh, who I had never heard of, um, but I guess he's famous for all these gruesome, brutal matches. And it was an okay match. I mean... You know, oh, Nick that guy Cage? Yes, that's it, that's it. Nick Gage with a G. Nick Gage. Um, and then, so, of course, Jericho won. And at the end... <laughs> sorry, sorry. The stipulation of the next match is Chris Jericho has to go to the top rope and perform a move. Never, okay. It was never said what move he has to perform. Never was said at any point in time. But his opponent. Ready for this? Okay. Going back 15 to 25 years. Juventud Guerrera is going to be Chris Jericho's opponent. This is why I don't understand why people make fun of WWE and what they do. They're not doing anything as stupid as what they're doing in (laughs) AEW. Juventud Guerrero? Yeah. I I mean, come on. They had a um, a little segment with um, Cody Rhodes being backstage and just on the the gorilla position, you know, looking like a producer, all dressed up in his nice white three piece suit, talking yeah. about next week's match, or maybe it was a week after against Malachi Black. Dude, the set looked like it was cardboard with curtains taped over him. If you blew on him, they were going to fall over. Wow. And then, of course, you know, Malachi Black gave him, you know, a kick to the face, dragged him through. They fought up the stairs and out onto the, you know, the, my mind is from blank, onto the arena, not in the actual, you know, up on the, the top there, the top of the ramp. Oh, and no. fought... <laughs> Fought for like thirty seconds, you yeah. know, by their big, you know, TV. I can't say Titantron because yeah. that's, you know, WWE. But you know where their, right. you know, wrestlers come out right on the little stage there above the ramp. Yep. But it's just like, come on, you, you've got a billionaire owner. Like last week, and right. they did that stupid press conference. You could tell they are at cheap little $3 card tables with a piece of cloth over it, and there wasn't a person in the audience for this breaking news press conference. Come yeah. on.
0: Yep, so Anyways. AEW is trying to... AEW is trying to make... I think they're trying to make themselves a lot more important than they really are.
1: And once again... It seems like they try to do, like they had two, all right, now, see, what what type of match do you call it when you have three guys on one team against three guys on another team?
0: Tornado packing?
1: No, three men on one team, three men on another team. Just a yeah, regular match. Attack. Oh, no, 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 no. This was an AEW. It was a trios match.
0: A trios match? Yes.
1: Two teams of three. Mm -hmm. Isn't a six-man or a three-on-three. It's a trios match.
0: All right.
1: They opened up with a a five-on-five elimination tag team match.
0: So
1: that single, single, right? <laughs> no, no, no. It was, it was a, it was a five-on-five, five, a tag team elimination match. When okay. it got down to three on one side, it was Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus Hangman Page, the Cowboy. The commentators are yelling, "Oh, this isn't fair! It's three on one. Oh, you can't do that! It's three on one. This is no fair." Jim Ross, I thought you were smarter than that dipshit. All right. other four members got eliminated. Yes, it's now three on one. You dimwit. Yeah. Oh.
0: Like, like uh, WWE Dark, right? Uh, <laughs> when he made that mistake.
1: And and they had um. Try to remember what match it was. Um, there was a jazz band around the ring. Um, um, one of their performers is from New Orleans. So somebody outside the r- came down and like started beating on a couple of the members of the band, and then he brought the. Guy, the guy that had the trombone He brought the trombone into the ring And Jim Ross says This is wrestling There's no place in wrestling for somebody with a trombone Come on And, who, and who do you, who you <laughs> And who do you think They were referring to WWE And the New Come Day on. And how and long and Xavier Woods has used a trombone, I just you know
0: yeah, <sighs> and that's why I said I think a e w is trying to make themselves off as a lot more bigger and a lot more important as they really are, and you know try to get your own stick going don't try to don't try to copy stuff from w w e because you're not gonna. You're not going to, I don't think you're going to outcreate Vince McMahon when it comes to certain things.
1: Right, And but my, my point is, is don't take something from somebody else and, re, and just rename it and make people think that it's your own. Right. You, you know what I mean? You come up with something yep. yourself, then that's great. I'm not saying nobody else in the world should ever have any match like a Royal Rumble. Right. But don't make it seem like you're the only one that does it. Nobody does six-man tag matches. We do trios. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. That's uh,
0: that's just crazy. I'm glad that you gave me the... ...do it all, and... By what you've been making
1: it sound like, I'm glad I didn't see it. I mean, the last match between Chris... Oh, what the hell just happened here? Hold on, folks. We are going to pause for one moment.
0: I don't know what happened there. But we're going to try and see if we can get the Nugster back. Hopefully... I'll sign back in and we'll be
1: able to... uh, Yeah, where where do you guys share this one? (laughs)
0: ...finish
1: what we were talking about before. Get back on there. Uh, Oh, there you are. I don't know what happened. Oh, I I can tell you. It's a funny story. So, the last last time I used my tablet um, was... um, Money in the bank. Because I had my, my laptop and my headphones that I plug into my laptop watching right. the pay-per-view. And I think that same night the Yankees and the Red Sox are playing on Sunday Night Baseball. So I had the Yankees and Red Sox on my tablet, which is what I used to do the show, and I had my wireless Bluetooth headphones hooked up to my tablet. Well, I never turned that off. So, but uh, I'm not. My headphones are down. You know, uh, you know, fifty yards away in my room. But apparently, whoever was walking by must have had a, a wireless Bluetooth headset, because all of a sudden, my phone, my my tablet, kicked me off of Facebook and said it was trying to connect. To whatever Bluetooth thing was walking by me, so then oh, I had God. to come back in, come back on. So, anyways, or maybe that was probably the um, our cue to stop talking AEW, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> bit, yeah, but uh, oh. yeah, because we're gonna be. Another five more minutes. We're going
0: to be heading on over to Nuggie's News, and then after Nuggie's News, we'll be doing uh, our NXT uh, recap, which I thought was a really, really good
1: show. Well, duh, 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 we don't know anything yet because we're not talking about it yet. Nope. Nope.
0: But uh, SummerSlam, I guess there's what, two or three matches that have been signed already?
1: I thought we were talking about Raw.
0: Yeah, okay. Oh, I think you're forgetting. All right, sorry. Um, Yeah. So, what else did you like and dislike about RAW?
1: Well, I mean, I mean, mean, it wasn't. I mean, the women's tag match once again was horrible. Um, Yeah. I I mean, hopefully Natalia's not seriously injured. Um, She she was she was not putting any weight in that leg at all. I mean at all. Um I don't she she kinda she got it rolled up under Dewdrop, drop. And dewdrop ain't no little dew of a drop of anything. She's a big drop. Um, and she couldn't put any weight on it. Um before the match was even officially over, she was being walked to the back um then Tamina came out after the match was over and helped carry her to the back. But she wasn't putting any weight on it. So there's no update as to what may have happened. So it may have just been a little tweak of the ankle. Just hope it's nothing worse than that because the women's tag division is, is, is horrible as it is. If right. you take them out of it, then we have literally two tag teams left. Um, Eve Moran, Dewdrop, and Shotzi, and Knox, <laughs> yeah. and nobody else.
2: <laughs> right.
1: Mm. So, so that was horrible. Right. Um, but the, a lot of the other parts of the show, I mean, they weren't necessarily bad. They weren't good. They just confused me. Like Keith Lee fighting Cross. Kross. Dude, stop playing with your phone. Stop playing with your phone. Okay.
0: Are
1: you, are you done now?
0: It, he, yeah, but it just said something about uh, heat on my phone. <sighs>
1: oh. but, Anyways. Okay. Okay. Um, anyway. Keep late. If both of them lost the week before, we're going to try and do something. Obviously, they're going to try and do something with and Cross if he's on for a second week in a row. Obviously, they want to do something with Keith Lee. They're putting him on for a second week in a row. But let's put them in a match together against each other where one of them has to lose. Right. That was dumb. Yes. Very dumb. I mean, you could have put Carrying cross in another match with Jeff Hardy and had him win this time and put right. Keith Lee in, in a match with I don't care, anybody. Anybody else.
0: Um, have have uh, AJ Styles or
1: something? And, and no, 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 because he's not going to beat AJ Styles. You know, maybe he didn't do Mace and T-Bar in the match and use Lucha House Party against Mansoor and, and Ali... Um, and have him fight one of the guys from, you know, uh, T-Bar or Mace. Which is another thing that confused me. Why are they putting them in a match against Ali and Mansoor to lose? I know. And then the other part that confused me was why, again is a champion losing to a challenger especially a champion that just won the belt after taking her from a champion that just won the belt why did Charlotte cleanly beat Nikki
2: yep
1: oh that's your answer yep
0: I don't know why they why they do that. I mean WWE just seems to, to like having their champions lose right after they win the title and makes them look weak. So I don't know why. And they want to build up for the triple threat match for SummerSlam. I'm just hoping that it's not gonna be a flop. But okay. Yeah, but I just think uh, I just think Raw could have been a lot better. I mean, you know, like you said, why put Mason T Bar in a match against Mansoor and Ali only to lose?
1: I mean, it wasn't a hor- Like I said, it wasn't a horrible match. It wasn't even a bad match. It was an okay match, but just just right. some things that they're doing on Raw just confuse me. And yep. and when when maybe it's something that I that they've always done and I just don't remember but when did they start calling a match where it's a non-title match but it's now called a contender's match I know
0: I've never I've never heard that before I
1: I've, I've heard of it when two people are are wrestling against each other for the right to become the number one contender. That's a number one contenders match. Right. But Damien Priest fought Sheamus, Sheamus in a contenders match. Right.
0: That just makes no sense. No. Why do they do that?
1: What's up, Rick? How so, are you? Rick, th- yeah, how
0: you doing, Rick? Rick Del Santo from the podcast PWZ joining in... Uh joining us uh, tonight they're listening in so yeah it's just wwe is just uh getting really dumb in certain aspects of that but before we go on to nuggies news i'd like to wish one of our viewers um uh, greg has seen the guy out here before his name is ralph diorio uh today is his 65th birthday so happy birthday goes out to, to ralph well, uh, we understand you're up here in Connecticut visiting family and friends, so maybe we'll get a chance to run into each other eventually before we go back home to Florida. But just wanted to say, from the top rope report, happy birthday. So, yeah, we're doing, I'm doing okay, Rick. Uh, thanks for asking. And uh, right now, it's my favorite part of the show. I'm hoping it's everybody else's. It's nothing.
1: Correct? You All right, Chip. Well, thank you very much. Um, last week I talked about, we were talking about some things um, and I, I had a little story that I didn't want to get to. Um, but um, it's being reported that yep. WWE is asking Trivia to stop playing with his phone, um, but he won't listen. But he doesn't listen. It wouldn't fall over if he just put it in his stand and left it alone. That's straight from Titan Towers. <laughs> um, but that, that, that WWE is trying to get um, one, the only, the great one, um so I was just reading my foot, get a tripod. Um, <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson to appear at Survivor Series. So if they're able to work it out and say they had a campaign where the rock was going to be around from Survivor Series, say through WrestleMania, um this person put out a list of five dream matches against current WWE wrestlers that the rock could face one I think we briefly touched on last week and that was Randy orton so once again in true fashion scale of one to ten how excited would you be about a match of the rock versus Randy Orton seven and a half Okay. The Rock vs. Riddle in a very entertaining contest. Four. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, and The Rock would be an intriguing match in WWE.
0: I'd give that a six,
1: six and a half. The Rock vs. Seth Rollins. Seven. And then the last one is a dream match between two top tier WWE legends, The Rock vs. Edge.
0: Eight, eight and a half. Rick Del said negative on all these.
1: Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Um,. Of those, the only one that the only ones that I'd be interested in is I, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't mind a Randy Orton versus The Rock, you know, little feud, um, carrying on with them both being the third generation wrestlers that they are, and then yeah. other would be the Fiend, just because I want to see the Fiend back. <laughs> uh, I right. mean, I've seen. I don't know if you have, but they there's been a picture of Bray Wyatt took he was I don't know where he was, but a random fan stopped and took a picture with him and the man looks like he's lost thirty pounds um mm-hmm. he he's dropped a lot of that belly weight. you can't tell how much he had in the chin because he still got that big beard, but you can tell yeah. he lost a lot of that belly weight in his arms were starting to look not that they were looking jacked or muscular muscular, but he didn't see as much spaghetti arms in the back. So he looks like he, he's been working on getting himself in a little bit yeah. in a little bit better shape.
0: A little more toned.
1: Yes. Um, we talked about we were talking about this past week's Monday Night Raw and we will get to NXT um, and to nobody's surprise there was a drop in viewership this Monday night. Once again, it was going up against the Olympics. The week before, they had almost 2 million. Um, this week, they jumped. It, it fell down to 1.814 million fans, which n- is nowhere near as big of a drop in viewership I thought they would have gotten against the Olympics. <laughs> okay. Waiting for my phone to finish. See, it's circling, 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 circling. (laughs) Waiting for it to pick up the next article. And there we go. Um, One of the the rumors that's going around is that the um, reappearance of Becky Lynch may not happen on Monday Night Raw. Because WWE likes to keep couples together. And i.e. that would mean it would be easier to put Becky Lynch on SmackDown right now than to move Seth Rollins, who's just now starting a campaign against Edge and has his eyes set on Roman Reigns, to move him to Raw. Yep. Well... We can get into a conversation about that, but five. Well, I should, you know what? I should probably actually look at these to see if it's even worth it. Just an article that I just quickly flagged because I don't think it's going to make a difference. No, that one doesn't either. That one wouldn't matter. Uh, You know what? None of these matter because it's... um, The name of the article was Five Current Superstars You May Not Know Are Dating Fellow Wrestlers. But the only couple that's actually actively both in the WWE are... um, You know that pretty little... Um, Blonde girl that, that does the backstage segments on NXT. Yeah. Mackenzie. Yeah. She's dating lead commentator for NXT, Vic Joseph. Oh, okay. So I guess if he ever gets called up to the main roster, so will she. But none of the others have anything to do with it. But my thought is if you want to have Sasha... Reignite SmackDown. Great, fine. You've already brought other people up on SmackDown. I.e. Tony Storm moved Naomi over. Let Becky Lynch go on Raw. Edge isn't designated to any brand. So if you brought Rollins over to Monday Night Raw, Edge could just chase him down and find him. Or you don't bring Becky Lynch back until SummerSlam when whoever wins the match between Charlotte, Ripley, and Ash, I mean Ash. Then Becky comes out. Then the following night on Monday Night Raw, Rollins could show up and Edge could follow him to Raw then. So that's your way around it. Because I think, and I've said it before, I think... I mean, not seriously, but I think USA is going to cancel their contract with WWE if Becky Lynch goes to SmackDown. With Roman Reigns, who went to SmackDown. With Edge, who's fighting on SmackDown. With John Cena, who's fighting on SmackDown. I mean, how many more, you know, twos and threes can you deal Monday Night Raw while you're dealing the aces and kings to SmackDown? It's not a fair fight. right. Um, Another quick, another article I picked up, just trying to give you a little bit of background about people in the WWE. And the the article is named nine superstars. You may not know that have competed in other sports. I mean, obviously we know Brock Lesnar, UFC professional football, Bobby Lashley, professional football, the rock college football, but these ones maybe you did not know. Top Dollar. Do you know what he used to do? He used to play basketball. No, Top Dollar? He's too big to play basketball wide wise. He used to play on the defensive line for the Redskins, the Dolphins, and the Seattle Seahawks. He was a professional football player. Okay. Commander Aziz also played, um, well, as they call it, American football. It was an American football league in both Germany and in Poland. He's played football for them. Kyle O'Reilly was an all-star rugby player before he became a WWE superstar. Baron Corbin, I think we all know, was a boxer. That was the only one on this list that I did know he was a boxer. Well, actually, you know, there's somebody else that I knew, too, but that's the last one. MVP is a gold medalist in jiu-jitsu, the Brazilian art form of karate style. Oh, okay. He, he competed at um, a Jiu-Jitsu IBJJF Championship in 2019 in the Masters um, Ultra Heavy category. And then he won a gold medal in the Masters Tournament in 2020 as well. Ridge Holland, that gentleman that we talked about off the air, um we'll talk a little bit more about him in it he's an nXt he was also a rugby star big e what would you what do you think big e did before he became a wrestler yes. He was originally a football player for the University of Iowa, but he was a power lifter and a USA powerlifting champion. He took part in the USA powerlifting meet in 2010 and broke all four powerlifting records in the state of Florida in his weight category. He bench pressed five hundred and seventy-five pounds. That's you and me together. He bench-pressed us. Wow. That's, (laughs) you know, yeah. Um, Veer, who we we had talked about, um, he was actually a professional on the lower level. He was a professional baseball pitcher. Yeah. well known in many parts of the world in 2008 he won a reality TV competition in India titled The Million Dollar Arm before he was a a um, wow my mind just went blank he tried his hand at Cricket and Javelin when it was actually there it is an alternate in the 2000. Um, 12 Olympics for India for throwing the javelin. Oh, okay. And then last, not least on this list, is Charlotte Flair, who was a cheerleader, a volleyball player, played basketball, played softball, was just an all-round athlete. I don't know what would make you think that somebody that looks like her could have been an athlete in any other sport than professional wrestling Right. and last but not least um, we've been talking and talking and talking and another article has come out um, NXT superstars who need to get the next call up to the main roster. So once again in true nature. True. Na, da, 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 nuggies news form. On a scale of 1 to 10. Do you agree disagree strongly or not? Okay. First when they list. Obviously the same list. Same name on every list. Adam Cole. I, I strongly agree. They say. After having one more match with Kyle O'Reilly at NXT TakeOver, that's when it's time for him to leave NXT. Um, They say the rest of the way. Um, As we'll get into it, we'll be talking about NXT. There very well could be um, just two members of the way left. So they're suggesting Johnny Wrestling and Candice LeRae getting called up to the main roster. I agree. Okay. Bronson Reed.
0: Uh... I like Bronson Reed as a, as a wrestler, and I think he's got some pretty good talent. I think they should wait on him a little bit more, a little bit longer.
1: Okay. Dakota Kai.
0: Um. Gosh, she's so tiny.
1: But uh, yeah, I would, I would agree. I, I'd agree to bring her up. I, I mean. You, you say she's tiny. She's taller than Alexa Bliss. She's just about as tall as Sasha Banks. Nikki Cross isn't that tall. I mean, Natalia's not that tall. Maybe they've seen her on TV. I don't know. To me, she looks well, yeah. like really Because she's standing next to Raquel Gonzalez, who's 8'4". <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's
0: true.
1: Scarlett Bordeaux.
0: No.
1: Not even with Karrion Cross.
0: No. If they're going to bring Scarlett Bordeaux up, bring her up as a wrestler.
1: Really? Get into okay. i
0: are wrestle.
1: Okay. Because I honestly think her not coming up with Karrion Cross hurts the Karrion Cross character. Only just because of the entrance and the entrance alone is totally different when he's just standing there on the ramp with his arms crossed. It was so much more intimidating when the smoke's coming out, you see her silhouette through the smoke, then he comes out, and then she comes down to the ring. I just... um, Io Shirai...
0: Uh, no, not right now because they're tag team champs.
1: <laughs> yeah, but they say—I mean, if you read what that what they say here is, they haven't developed proper chemistry yet and could easily just be a transitional champion, meaning as tag teams. Yeah. I get a kick out a
0: little. I get a kick out a little mug the other day when he says that. Hey, federation. Hey, this in is.
1: This is Nuggies news, not little Nuggies news. Okay. When he wins two prediction champions titles, he can take over. Okay. Tommaso, Tommaso Ciampa.
0: Tommaso Ciampa, I believe, should have been called up to the roster a long
1: time ago. Okay. And then... Then they say if there is a massive overhaul in the works for NXT and WWE, here are some other names to consider Legato de Fantasma. Okay. No? No. No. Okay. Oni Larkin and Pete Dunne. Yes. And last but not least. Mr. Trivia's favorite, Cameron Grimes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they'll bring him up after this thing with uh, LA Night is Over. What? What?
1: Well, what? What's the matter? Yankees just traded for Anthony Rizzo.
2: Who did trade?
1: Two minor leaguers.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Holy shit.
0: That might help them out a little bit.
1: Well, I mean, nothing's going to help you out when your best pitcher starts a game and you allow 14 runs in one game, like today, but... who oh, did the Yankees did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, Yan- they...
0: the Yankees gave up 14 runs today to who? Tampa Bay. What was the final?
1: 14 nothing.
0: Oh, my God.
1: But anyways, this isn't Yankees talk. This is wrestling talk. Yeah. And exactly. that's Nuggies News. Okay, cool. and uh, yeah. before we get to NXT, I would like to get Greg's uh, opinion on something that uh,
0: we talked about off the air a couple of days ago, and I didn't say nothing about it because I thought it would have been part of Nuggies News
1: the queen of the ring the queen of the ring tournament i'm sorry said that was i guess you said that was going to be in saudi arabia well no 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 right now it's once once again this is all rumors nothing's been the draft queen of the ring nothing's been officially announced by wwe but right now it's been reported through some sources um that WWE is going to be doing a Queen of the Ring tournament. Um, I think it's October 8th and 13th, something like that. I don't have a calendar in front of me, Um, is when it'll start. And then the finals, and this is why I don't 100% believe the story, because they say the finals will be at an unconfirmed um, match at a event in Saudi Arabia on October 21st. And that's why, I mean, I find it, not that I don't find it hard to believe, but I don't believe it until it's actually announced, because... I, don't, I, I I. just find it hard to think that they're going to do, like we said, hypothetical, Charlotte Flair against Sasha Banks in the finals of a Queen of the Ring tournament when they're in full head-to-toe wrestling gear and t-shirts. Right. I, I don't see it. I, I don't. Yep. Yeah. I just want to let the viewers out there know that this is speculation, so it's not... Carved in stone yet, but um, that would be something interesting. For, I think for WWE too. I mean, I think I think a Queen of the Ring tournament would be would be excellent. Um, yeah. I you know I, I I hope they don't do it like the men where they have eight people. I, I mean, because that's not really to me. That's not really much of a tournament, right? Maybe. I mean, uh, maybe. Well, like, Maybe you do you do four top seeds and then have, like, a, a field where there's 12 other wrestlers. So then it comes down to, you know, whatever. I don't know. My math is off right now. But, you know, have qualifying for the rest of them or, or something. You know, so then it's one verse four and two verse three, but you have to have two wrestlers fight to be the four, two wrestlers fight to be the two, two wrestlers fight to be the three. I mean, you really have to dig deep into your overall roster to do it, but, you know, you can figure a way to do it with 12 wrestlers. Uh Even if you did 16, you know, you'd have to use eight women from NXT, but, <laughs> right. you know, maybe happens though we start to have an upset in the first round against Natalia and go into the yeah. next round. Yep. You know, bring so. back, bring back, bring back Molly Holly. <laughs>
0: there
1: you go. <laughs> and have Molly oh, Holly shit. against whoever could be in the finals.
0: <laughs> right. We'll be getting into more and more of that information as we get it available. Uh, about the WWE and the Queen of the Ring.
1: Now let's talk NXT. Yeah.
0: Let's talk NXT. We've, we're already at the one-hour mark into the show already, and we're going into NXT. So, um, I thought NXT was a really, really good show. I gave it a solid B from oh. beginning to end. With a,
1: okay, B B be, be a minus, B plus. Um
0: with a couple of hiccups in between. Um but I thought it was really good. Even the uh the um what the hell? The match with Hit uh, Row and Imperium, which was a lot better than I thought it would be.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Imperium, I mean, I don't know why. I mean, they just stopped with Imperium. It's like, for a while there, it, it seemed like NXT was um, the Undisputed Area and Imperium. And then you had Gargano and yeah. That That's what it seemed like NXT was for a while. And then right. you hear and there more wrestlers, some female wrestlers started to get more popular and do better. And then Imperium just like like disappeared. I thought maybe they were then wrestling back in NXT UK with Walter. So I mean, I, I didn't have any doubt in my mind that that wasn't going to be a good match. Just hit hit was pretty decent. Yeah.
0: They um, they've got themselves a good uh, a good team over there. Yes. Another match I thought was real good was um Oh I just had it right here and I can't think of it now.
1: The breakout match?
0: That <laughs> nah, one, thank you. Um Josh Briggs against uh I like to call him Christian Casanova, but that's not his name. Um
1: but I thought it was Carmelo it was, Hayes. Carmelo Hayes. Yes. And I
0: agree with you after watching it again
1: that that had to be the best breakout match they've had on I mean, NXT yet. that was the third one they had. Um, the guy that um, Carmelo Hayes is going to fight in the next round, I can't remember his name. Hudson? Um, something? Yeah, Hudson. Hudson. He's... Yeah. Uh, he's probably just, you can tell by the way they talk about wrestlers and where they showcase wrestlers, especially in a tournament like this as to who's supposed to win. Um, Right. And obviously, once again, it's only eight wrestlers, so they're already going to be into the semifinals when Carmelo Hayes and Hudson Judd Hudson meet so the winner's going to go into the finals so i think that's going to be a really good match
2: yes i totally agree with
1: that 100%. and i could see i could see both of them being on the NXT roster going after this right even after the match is over i see them both being on the roster together yep right
0: um, also another match that I mentioned to you before, the first time I've seen him as a tag team, which I thought was real good, was Casey Catanzaro. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't remember her partner's name.
1: Caden, um, Caden Carter, right? Is it Caden, Car- Caden Carter? Yes, uh, Caden I mean, Carter Star- and Casey Catanzaro. Yeah, they Casey, Casey. <laughs> huh? It's Casey and Casey.
0: Yeah, they are a real good
1: team. Yeah, I mean, the match, I mean, I mean, I'm not going to, I mean, don't take this in a negative way, but it was the quote-unquote worst match on the show. But when all the other matches were what they were, it's really not that negative. Um, Yeah. And, once again, I mean, Frankie Monet is Frankie Monet. That other Jessica, whatever the hell her last name is. um, Jessie. Jessie, sorry. Jessie Camilla. Maybe that's why I thought it was Jessica. (laughs) Jessie Camilla. She's just horrible. Right. And, you know, I don't understand the whole Frankie Monet Trying to work with, under, over, through, around Robert Stone Brand. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Frank- yeah, she was pretty
0: pissed at that match, so we're probably but, not going to see her team up with anybody anytime soon
1: either. But Frankie Monet was fine on her own. Yeah. I mean, she was getting the heel heat that you want a heel to get. You didn't yeah. need to have her in any storyline with douchebag stone. Right.
0: Yep. And, uh, but like I said, you know, we'll go back to, uh, another match that I thought was, I mean, I always like watching Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher. I always like watching him perform in the ring. Yeah. And that was a good match against Tony Lorcan
1: and... uh... Yes. Very good. Very good. Yep. That... And those guys were... possibly... Possibly... I don't know. I mean, I'm not a huge Bronson Reed fan, but that match against Adam Cole was really, really good. I mean, you started off the show with a really, really good match and you ended the show with a really, really good match.
0: Yep. And in between,
1: you put together some entertaining matches. Yes. Yep. So that's definitely something that I'd like
0: to see NXT do in the near future going forward. Uh, A couple other things I want to talk to you about. First of all, how surprised were you that Samoa
1: Joe's back? No surprise at all. Okay. No surprise. From from the very first him coming out into the ring and, and when the announced is going back to NXT and when he first came out and it was said, okay, you know, now you're not back as an in, in-ring competitor. You, you You're not allowed to put your hands on people unless you get provoked. Right, right. then and there, you, if you didn't think that he was gonna end up in a match in NXT, then you're you're stupid. In my opinion. Right. In my opinion.
0: Yep. I mean, I'm glad that he was died because when I saw that, I saw Regal sign the paper to
1: reinstate him and yes. he's got the magic of carrying cross. I think that's where we're gonna see Carrying cross, drop the belt, and then come up to the main roster. Mm, maybe, maybe I, I don't know. Um, I mean, I know that's historically what they've done, so I mean that would make the most sense. Right. Oh,
0: Jesus Christ. I mean, that, that's gonna be. I think that's gonna be a real good match too. That's gonna yeah. be.
1: uh Yeah. A
0: real down drago. Yep. Uh, another thing I want to get your opinion on is this Indy Hartwell thing with the way. I mean, she wants uh, Dexter Loomis to join the family, so to speak.
1: Well, she wants to be able to be with Dexter Loomis, but not have to lead the family. Johnny Gargano was like, no, he's not going to be part of the family. So that's why next week it's Gargano and Loomis in a lover or lever. Match. Where right. if Dexter Loomis wins, she gets to love him. But if not, then she's gotta leave him. Oh yep yeah.
0: <laughs> So
1: Which just means it which just means Dexter Loomis somehow is gonna win.
0: Right. I see that happen. And then there was the stupidest part of the of the whole show, which was Cameron Grimes. But I thought um, I thought it was pretty interesting to see DiBiase, you know, talking with Cameron Grimes. Hey, you're better than this. You don't need to, you know, stoop down to his level and everything else like that. And I thought that kind of uh, made some sense to Cameron Grimes. So maybe we might see this Butler thing going away within another couple of
1: weeks. Uh, maybe. Yeah. You know? But
0: one thing I want to get your take on is I can't remember his name, and you mentioned him before—the guy that came out and attacked Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher.
1: Oh, uh, he um. Was the one that... Jesus Christ! Ridge, Ridge Holland.
0: Okay, now he was the one that attacked Oni Lorcan before, but now he's on the same team with them. I mean, this guy looks—this guy looks like a beast.
1: Nah, but not. I mean, I don't know. He he's. I don't know. He didn't look that big to me. (laughs) I mean, yeah, he looked tall. But I'm trying to see. Blah blah blah. Uh, This doesn't say. How we got injured. It just says he went down due to a freak injury in October.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, that's all it says here. All righty. And,
0: and one of the surprising things that caught my eye on NXT this past week was Dakota Kai Raquel Gonzalez. Uh,
1: is this something that we saw coming? I mean, I mean, if you, if you know how the WWE works, then yes. Okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, every tag team or alliance, somebody winds up screwing over one of the other ones at some point in time, it seems.
0: Yeah. Now, w- I think WWE did this with Dakota Kai because maybe Frankie Monet is not quite ready yet. Um, She took out... Uh, what's that That other lady that she took out uh, this past... last week? The Japanese one?
1: Gia Lee.
0: Yeah. And she took her out
1: and... Well, she Supposedly. took she took her out. She took out Ember Moon. She took out Io Shirai. She took out Rhea Ripley. She took out Shayna Baszler. She's taking out everybody. Right. And Mikkelgen and, and you know Dakota Kai said you'll you will never lose as long as I've got your back. No. Yep. Well, she doesn't have her back anymore. So now she's gonna exactly. lose. Yep. And so now, so now, what happens? Does Dakota Kai win and Raquel Gonzalez go to the main roster? Oh, that'd be interesting. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Dakota Kai, I mean, does Raquel Gonzalez show up on the SmackDown after SummerSlam?
0: I wouldn't mind seeing that either. And does she go after the champion, whoever it may be?
1: Bianca Belair.
0: I mean, that would be something if Raquel Gonzalez and Becky Lynch showed up on the show at the same time on SummerSlam.
1: Uh, Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, this way you can have some new blood show up on SmackDown to challenge Bianca Belair and keep Becky over on Raw. Because I really, really, really think that unless you're going to give somebody or something to the USA Network and put them on Monday Night Raw, I just don't, I don't, I, I don't know. When when the draft was originally speculated to be just a couple weeks after SummerSlam, I I didn't think it would have been a big deal because you could have right. just drafted whomever, you know, Seth Rollins, over to Monday Night Raw, which is something I thought would have happened in the draft anyways. Right. But if Becky Lynch is going to show up on SmackDown, you, you can't tell me that Two months later, in October, Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch are both going to get drafted back to Raw. Is Raw just going to be a piece of Swiss cheese by them with all kinds of holes? I know. Yeah. I mean, is Goldberg being on Monday Night Raw WWE's answer to them wanting to put Becky Lynch on SmackDown? Does oh, okay. WWE and Monday Night Raw think that's equivalent? Yeah. I mean, unless... Now, do you think the,
0: we'll, we'll get back to NXT in a minute, but while we're talking about uh, Raw again for a second, do you think the WWE is trying to scramble to put stuff together until Bray Wyatt shows back up, until Randy Orton shows back up? Because um, there's it just seems like you're just throwing stuff together.
1: No, Vince McMahon says we don't do that anymore. We, <laughs> only, do ma- we only do matches that contribute towards the storylines.
0: Okay. Bullshit. Oh, shit. All right, well, we'll get back into that uh, at, at another time. Uh, getting back into NXT. What a match between Adam Cole and Bronson Reed. I mean, like I said, there's just something about Bronson Reed that, you know, like I said, you know, I've said in previous shows, he reminds me a lot of Brodus Clay. And I wasn't a big, I wasn't a big Brodus Clay fan when he was here in WWE with the Funkadactyls. But there's just something about, um, there's something about Bronson Reed. I don't know. I mean. He's like three hundred and sixty something pounds and the guy can move like like nobody's business. And uh he put up a really, really good match
1: against Adam yes. Cole. Yes he did. I mean that match could have gone either way.
0: Do you see uh I know he was North American champion, but somewhere along the line now, do you see another do you see a uh Maybe an NXT title shot coming up for Bronson Reed in the
1: future. In the future, maybe. Or
0: will he get called up to the roster before that
1: happens? No, I don't. I don't think he's close to coming up to the main roster. All right. He he doesn't have the uh, as you as you might want to say the quote unquote it factor. Right. You, there's, you've got to have an it factor um, to go up from NXT up to the main roster if you're going to be successful. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you can come up to the main roster and just be a jobber. Uh, Mason T-Bar. I mean, that's all they are. Piper Vivian. Right. You know, do drop. That's all she yeah. is. Mm-hmm. How uh
0: how how interested and how excited are you for next week to see Kyle O'Reilly against Bobby Fish? Okay, your facial expression says it all.
1: <laughs> yeah, and kind of the shoulder shrug. I don't know. I don't yeah. I don't care, you know. I mean, I'll half the match might be okay yeah. and that's the half of the match that Kyle O'Reilly's in, but unfortunately, the other half of the match is Bobby Fish, who I never cared for. And just, I don't think he's anything.
0: Right. I see. I remember
1: He was, he was and, the, and Bobby Strong when um, they
0: had an independent wrestling show at the Wallingford Boys and Girls Club. Uh, Bobby Fish and Roderick Strong were on the card. And there was a upcoming, an up and coming female wrestler on that on that show that night in Wallingford by the name of Mercedes Barnos, which we all have come to know as Sasha Banks. And um, but yeah, I, I mean, I thought I thought he was okay in um, the Undisputed Era because there was others around him.
1: Yeah, he was the worst member.
0: But he, the other ones made him look better than
1: he originally was. Yes. Because they're better than him. So they just
0: made him look better. But, uh, yeah, so I think, uh, I think NXT had a really great show. And I hope that they continue with some more great shows. Like I said, Hit Row against Imperium. Um, was a really good match. I didn't see much of Imperium uh, lately. I don't know what
1: the deal is with um, Walter. I guess he's still out on injury. No.
0: No, he's he's back.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's actually he his match. Um, he's got a match against um, what's his name there. I I don't know how you pronounce it. I-L-J-A, however you pronounce it, I don't know, Dragunov, um, he's the number one contender for his title, and they're having a match um, for the UK NXT Championship at NXT TakeOver the night after SummerSlam. Oh,
0: okay, and that's NXT TakeOver 36, correct?
1: Yep, and then the next, the other match is Karrion Cross versus Samoa Joe.
0: Right. Um, I'm sure you know, I'm sure they'll have Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez on that show, on that show as well. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. So, yeah, but I mean, overall, though, what, what caught your eye a lot and what didn't catch your eye a lot on NXT? Well,
1: what was what... the
0: something that, when the matches came on, you were like, oh, hey, I'm actually going
1: to sit down and watch this one. Well, it's every, that's, now it's every NXT. Because, I mean, other than the week or two before that, um, where I I think, and notably speaking, they had poor, poorer shows. Um, they were just okay. And I I, once again, and this was just my opinion, I think that... They purposely did that to make the Monday Night Raw and SmackDown in front of live crowds and the Money in the Bank pay-per-view in front of a live crowd seem that much better. Right. If they're trying for that this week, they lost. Because this week's NXT was very good.
0: Oh, Um... I want to get out there to the people to let them know that this Sunday, August 1st, the Top Rope Report will be joined live on the line by a good friend of the show. He's a former WWF superstar from 1984 to 1992, and he is one of the owners of Paradise Alley Pro Wrestling. I like to call him the legendary... Mario Mancini. The New England Pro Wrestling Hall of Famer will be joining us live this Sunday. Definitely looking forward to hearing Mario's stories. And, um, yeah, but I just wanted to get that out while we're, oh, uh, so I wouldn't forget it. But, uh...
1: So you wouldn't forget it?
0: Yeah. Um, you know, I think NXT really got, um uh, more interesting now especially with this announced team they got.
1: What, Vic I mean, Joseph, Wade Beth Barrett, Phoenix and Wade Barrett?
0: He, yeah, he's kind of come he's kind of come into his own since he started. He's never really done much color commentary or play by play before. So he's he's actually doing pretty well. And Beth Phoenix, well, she's been behind the mic and she's always been good on the mic for a long time.
1: Well, that's your opinion. I don't like Beth Phoenix that much. Oh, okay. She's too over the top. She's too over the top for me. All you right. know, like everything she sees the first time she's ever seen it.
0: Oh, okay. He tries to make. she uh, tries to make something better. That I mean,
1: she's trying to make no, it like. Right. No, no. It just it, it's it's okay if you see something that we know we've seen before. But you act as if you've never seen. That's all. You know, like when Dakota Kai attacked Raquel Gonzalez. Like, we've never seen somebody screw over their tag team partner before. We didn't, no, we never saw Seth Rollins chair shot Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose and turn his back on his shield. We never saw that. You know, that, that's what I mean. It's like she acts like everything that you see is the first time you've ever seen it.
0: Oh, okay. I get it. And then Big Joseph. Well, Big Joseph is Big Joseph.
1: He's good. Uh, He's good. Yeah. So. But, I mean, you know, NXT has has really been, uh... You know the only thing I don't like about NXT? What's that? <laughs> the ring announcer. I can't stand her. Oh my God, she annoys me.
0: She don't want the frizzy hair.
1: Well, I don't I mean, it's not what she looks like; it's how she sounds. I don't know. I just don't like it. I don't. <laughs> you know, it's just why does she? I, I don't. I don't like it. I don't know why. I just don't.
0: Well yeah, I mean that's uh She can't get a, a I mean annoying. it's
1: it's her way of announcing people. Um yeah. I mean the announcers for SmackDown are always gonna he's always gonna announce John Cena's name the way that he does. But I yeah. don't know, it's just it's the same thing with the um oh my god the douchebag off of a- that's on AEW now. They used to be in WWE.
0: Oh, um, Tony Phillips. Tom Phillips?
1: No, the ring announcer. Not a con- Tom Phillips isn't with AEW. Oh, the ring announcer. Uh, the ring announcer, yeah. Like every time he calls a match, it's like the biggest match you're gonna see, God
0: me! <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, and that's that's like what she does. It's like every match is the main event of WrestleMania. I, I just,
0: oh, you no.
1: Know.
0: Okay.
1: Anyways. I can understand people getting excited and everything, but, you know,
0: don't try to make it look you've never seen it when you've been in the business so long there probably isn't anything you haven't seen yet.
1: Yeah, it's okay. It's Frankie Monet against Aaliyah. No big deal. You don't have to scream like it's the main event of WrestleMania.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. So, but uh, overall, though, what would you say, uh, what, what grade would you give the week in wrestling so far, not counting SmackDown?
1: Uh, Incomplete
0: Okay The week's not over Now Now for Smackdown Friday night I mean That's gonna be It's gonna be quite interesting We'll get to that You know On on Sunday and everything Unless there's a list of matches That they
1: Well I mean how can we Get into what Is going to happen On Smackdown on Sunday When it's already happened Oh
0: okay
1: I don't know. Do you know something about SmackDown? No. Oh. I didn't, I didn't know SmackDown was taped. No, it's not. But the way you were starting to say is like, you know, you were, it sounded to me like you were starting to talk about something that was going to be happening on SmackDown.
0: Oh No, that's why I was just wondering if uh, what I meant to say was I wonder if you've heard anything of what's going to be going on for SmackDown Friday night.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be live.
0: Okay. In front of an sure audience. We'll
1: I'm sure we'll see the Usos, but uh, uh, I'm sure Cena and, and you know yeah. will come out trying to find out why he's not fighting Roman Reigns. Um right. Maybe we'll find out that when Finn Balor is taking on Roman Reigns, maybe Cena will want to take on Finn Balor instead to have the right to fight Roman Reigns. I, I don't know. Yep. Will we see Bianca Belair, Carmella three? I don't know.
0: I hope not. Well, yeah. So, like I said, you no. Know, as far as I'm concerned, I gave NXT, uh, in my opinion, I gave it a B plus.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, like you said earlier, would the have, air, would have been I, an A minus if it wasn't for the stupid Cameron Grimes, LA night shit. Yeah. And especially with the grizzled young veterans
0: coming out onto the course as well. And yeah. I was, waiting, I was waiting for them to start swinging at each other on a golf course or something.
1: Yep. The 10000 <laughs> well, uh $20,000, like you know, that. golden, I mean, gold, the golden golf ball hole-in-one shot. Uh,
0: I, I didn't get to hear that. You froze up.
1: No, you froze up. Right. Yes.
0: No, you you're you're sounding like a, you're sounding like an alien now.
1: No, that's you. Are you there? Yes, I'm here.
0: Oh, there you are. I, okay, well, you, I, I, your, your screen froze on my on my phone. Oh. And
1: when you were and when you were talking, maybe it it's o- maybe, and you sounded like me. maybe maybe it's overheating again. What
0: was that? I don't know. Possibly. Maybe, uh,
1: maybe we've been on the show for too so, long.
0: So, <laughs> so anything you want to add before we close down tonight, Greg? Nope, I'm good. All righty. Well, once again, it was a great show, Greg. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. So on behalf of the on behalf of the and Greg, this is the illustrious Mr. Trivia for the Top Rope Report saying thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And we'll catch you all at 6.15 on Sunday night.